Today we're learning from Equinox Hotel's CEO Chris Norton about how they built on the 30-year legacy of the Equinox brand to create what has become one of the most exciting new hospitality companies in the world today. Stay tuned to hear more about their strong point of view, the details they're obsessed with, a deep dive on sleep, how they use their clubs as community hubs, and the growth opportunities they see now. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. We've always said we're not for everybody with a strong point of view that some people will love it and some people will love it less. And we're okay with that. But we put a great emphasis on the content of yourself as a person. So the emphasis on high performance living and you being the best version of yourself, whatever you define that as, and then you feel like your health, your body, your well-being and when I talk about health, I talk about physical health and mental health. You know, how do we make sure that we provide an environment that allows you to accelerate in this idea that you want to be a high-performance person in every sense of the way? That includes high-performance sleep. That doesn't mean just you're on the go all the time, but it means whatever you do, you want it to be the best, and you want it to resonate with your values that are around it's a kind of a go-getter attitude. I think Equinox has this a go-getter DNA and, and it's high performance. And the brand is built around a lot of those values. The brand has 30 years of experience in fitness and wellness. But what I'm hearing from you is what is underneath all of that is unlocking performance, right? Helping people be their best selves. And I think that's where taking the brand DNA and what's special about Equinox and translating it to the world of hospitality, it seems that with hotel properties, you're able to provide an enabling environment for your guests that is consistent with the brand that's been built over 30 years, but have new expressions of it. If you think about that, and you think about designing, if you talk about people who are designing a hotel room, or designing a hotel or a club, you think about color of the cushions, layout, how it lighting and you never think about the time that we spend to make sure that what goes inside the walls, what goes inside the mattresses, how we design the functionality of the air conditioning system so you don't have noise disruptions at night. These are all design elements that you can't see, smell, or hear, but they will have an impact on how you feel when you wake up in the morning. And so those are elements that are all part of the brand identity and idea. And we spend an enormous amount of time thinking that through where I think a lot of other brands brush over it. They want to get a deck out. They want to have a new brand coming in. They spend a few months in the room sitting and writing a deck, and then they kind of try to execute on it. We spend two plus years literally going through every single detail, how it all works together, and how this whole idea of Equinox as a lifestyle brand, not Equinox as a gym and a hotel together in a building, but Equinox as an as a holistic lifestyle brand that pulls it all together and integrates it in a way that nobody else does. So taking sleep as just one element of this, but an integral element, I wonder if we could talk about a package that 
you've actually put together called The Art and Science of Sleep. So how you're thinking about this is woven throughout the entire guest experience, but you actually go further than that. There's actually a dedicated package focused on this. I wonder if you could tell our listeners what this involves, and then I'd love to walk through the process of how you thought about developing this, just so that people can hear how much detail goes into providing this. I mean, I'd rather touch on all the things that make good sleep happen. I think some of it came out of the pandemic, where people would travel and get out of their homes and staycations, regional travel, where people just needed to rest in an environment where they felt that they would wake up and feel better than anywhere else and get go into an environment that wasn't just pretty and different, but an environment that literally, and when I say scientifically, literally scientifically, us working with sleep scientists to design this room, not just interior designers to make the room look nice. And so the sleep package tipped its hat to the overall integration of elements that include exercise and the club, include what you eat, not only in the restaurant, but how we deliver room service to you, what you find in the private bars, which have about double the amount of items stocked in there than you would find in the regular luxury hotel, like Peninsula Four Seasons or Mandarin. Then, of course, the quality of the sleep. And if you go through our website, you will find people being blown away by the quality of sleep they have had. We've had a few journalists that actually came in with the devices to measure the quality of their sleep and compare them to sleep back home. And I remember reading one of them, it was a 30% increase in the quality of the matrix that kind of described scientifically the quality of, of her sleep. And so I think the sleep package was a way of telling people, come and experience this, you know, spend a little bit of time here and immerse yourself in an environment that is an incredibly supportive environment of you being the best version of yourself. It feels like such a small thing, maybe for those that haven't put thought into this, but I think for anyone who has had a bad night's sleep can attest to how important sleep is to everything else that we do, right? It's such a foundational thing. And so it's, and it's also an area where hotels have a unique opportunity to enable this. And I feel like this is such an area to differentiate. The thing is that beds have been around forever and other brands and other companies, bedding companies have a lot of them have talked about how the bed looks. It just recently really has come about the idea of how the bed functions. So going back to my youth, the Swiss have a very different way of making the beds, similar to the Germans and the Swedes and the Nordic countries. And the way the beds are designed, in general, harder surfaces, the way they sit on the foundation of the bed in order to have air go through the mattresses so you don't sleep hot. And you've maybe had these experiences where you would go to bed and you wake up 20 minutes into your sleep cycle and you're sweating and you don't know why. The mattress is without glue and metal and it's all natural materials and it's all handmade. It's separate duvets and it's literally a scientific layout of this whole sleep environment that we put you in. I grew up like that. that you know, the bedding was a very important piece. I went through the a period of my life where I was proud. You know, I would carry a, a label on my chest where I would proudly proclaim that I could make it on four hours of sleep a day. And the people really thought that was an achievement. People don't realize that you're active, your brain is actually more active when you sleep than when you're awake. And that the whole regen of energy and through the sleep cycle is crucial to your success. What changed that for you personally? Because that was a common narrative. And it sounds like you've done a lot of learning on this. But do you remember the moment where you changed your thinking on this? I think the pandemic forced some of that on me some other things that we were forced to face during the pandemic and then found out maybe this is actually not so bad. This is actually better because you had a different cycle of 
I used to get up at 4.30 in the morning, go to the gym. I was in the gym at 4.35. I had my hour and a half every day. And so I switched that around. It readjusted again because schedules get busier and then you go back to the office. And But I think that was very conscious about how I felt actually when I got seven hours of sleep at night or seven and a half versus four and a half or five. And so I think part of our brand DNA is also discipline and disciplining a lifestyle around sleeping, regen and eating. You know that like everything else in life, if you want to be good at it, you've got to do it every day. So if you follow a, a strict routine and you're disciplined about how you sleep and how you eat, you will feel better. And so I think part of the brand DNA is it's a disciplined brand. It's a tight brand. So I think we're proud of that. And as I think about the brand, it's more than just marketing. It's the way that you operate. It is the things that you offer. Of course, so many people love your clubs around the world. And I'm just thinking about kind of the guest experience for a moment. And I'm also thinking about the history of lifestyle hospitality. I think for a long time, people from Bill Kempton to Ian Schrager used restaurants as a way to mix locals and visitors together. I feel you represent a new wave of lifestyle hospitality that is focused on on wellness, on fitness. It's that point of view where, as you mentioned, some people are going to love, maybe some people won't love, but that affinity can draw both people who are traveling and people in the communities together. I wonder if you could speak a little bit more to the power of using your clubs as a connector between guests and locals. So think of our four pillars that are brand pillars. So it's movement, nutrition, regen and community. When you travel in the luxury sphere of hotels, a lot of the traditional luxury hotels focus on hospitality through rooms and the guests and the room experience. As you mentioned, the lifestyle hotels started vibing it up a bit by bringing bars, rooftops, and kind of more of a crowd into the space. We do that too. We have a very vibrant restaurant bar scene here in Equinox, New York, and fireplace to water features to open terraces. It's there. But if you think about five and a half thousand members in one club in New York, it's 60,000 square feet as an integrated experience with your hotel. When you go in that club and work out, it's not two guys on a treadmill, you know, under bad lighting in the basement. We have 1,500 people in and out of the doors on a daily basis that spend on an average two and a half hours in the club. Trust me, that's a local community. And clubs, by definition, cater to local communities. Hotels, by definition, do not cater to local communities. And so when you travel, I'm sure you have seen that with yourself, when you go in and you see a concierge or a front desk clerk after you arrive in a hotel and say, what is a good local restaurant that I could go to? Because you want to hang out with the locals. When you go to our club, you hang out with the locals, trust me. And by definition, it's a vibrant community that shares values with you because that's what people love when they come here. A lot of our guests are not members, but they subscribe to the lifestyle. The amount of people in our hotel that go and actually frequent the club is probably three and a half times more than in other luxury hotels. So there's a definite lifestyle choice here that resonates deeply with our guests. What's funny earlier, you mentioned discipline is being a key part of kind of this life. But it's not all serious. I think you've spoken many times before about having fun in the process. And I think as somebody who is a member, guest, experienced many different elements of the Equinox brand, how do you think about having fun in hospitality and how does that manifest in the brand now? So first of all, for me personally, 
humor is an incredibly important part in life. And maybe it's a coping mechanism for a lot of people. But I think humor, you can call it humor, joy, fun, enjoy, whatever you want to use as a word, not to be confused with happiness, which is a whole different subject, maybe a deeper subject. But I think having fun and being able to laugh as you go along is crucial to be successful in my world. I have always said to my teams, take your work seriously, don't take yourself seriously. And I'm sure you have run into people that don't take their work seriously, but they take themselves very seriously. That is not, not who we are. So then if you create this environment where people can laugh at each other, at themselves, and be joyful, it relaxes people. And I always find if I get people to relax through that, they work harder. They, they're more committed. They, they want to be part of this. We encourage people to find, and I think all of my team, they're all into fitness. Whatever the fitness piece is, they're all very much involved. And we always encourage them to keep that schedule alive and keep going. And if you go at 11.30 in the morning, if you have a you know, hold of the schedule and you go and work out for an hour and a half and you work longer in the evening, I'm totally okay with that. But it creates kind of this passionate, high-energy environment where people all feel like they're here you know, with a similar goal in mind and they subscribe to the lifestyle. They live the lifestyle in many ways. And so I think you'll find a level of joy and passion in our teams that is very alive. You've described many elements of what go into this. I guess, is there anything else that comes to mind in terms of how you're fostering community and belonging among both your guests and your members? Yes, because when we talked about the club and over a thousand people coming in and out of the doors, in retail, they would call that creating footfall. It energizes neighborhoods when you have a club like this because you, you have an active experience. So I remember my dad, who was a heavy smoker drinker, he loved his whiskey and his cigars. And at one point, I mean, he must have been in his 40s because I thought he was an old man then, but he was in his 40s. And the doctor told me he should go jogging in the forest behind our house in Zurich. He hated it with a passion. Trust me, when you go to our front door and you look at people going to the club from morning to night, it's the, probably their favorite hour in the day or two hours in the day. I love working out. I love the process of working out. I always have. So I think if you take that, that and then you translate after a two and a half hour club visit, a lot of them change and end up in the bar and the restaurant here. And so our restaurant, Electric Lemon, is alive with a vibrant clientele, a lot of them club members that go out. And in the beginning, people would ask us, you know, does this mean because you're in wellness that it's vegan and no alcohol? And I said, no. I said, we're not telling anybody what they should eat or drink. There's a choice if you want to eat vegan or vegetarian, of course. It's, again, a thoughtful menu. But trust me, the bar scene is vibrant and it's alive. And I think there's a happy on-off, high-low that people do enjoy as they experience Equinox as a lifestyle brand. And I think that's kind of the key for us as we move forward. Where do you see opportunities for growth? I think if you think about Equinox as a lifestyle brand, it feels like it could unlock so much. Everywhere. We have conversations around the world. You know, we opened the, our first hotel here. We have signed a whole bunch of deals this year. We're talking about a whole bunch of other opportunities. If you think about New York, if you have seen the hotel here, I don't know if you've been in it and experienced it. This is kind of our urban North American model as far as size and club size. and But then you think, okay, what about a resort, Equinox Resort? So I was having lunch with my son today who was an avid cyclist. It's insane cycling. And we're talking about my visit to Amala, that part of Saudi Arabia. And you look back at, you look at the landscape. And now I'm talking about the part of the country which is across from Egypt. And 
it's desert mountains on one side it's some of the most beautiful ocean and i've opened hotels in the maldives this is as beautiful crystal clear waters and we're growing corals and we're growing we have turtle farms growing young turtles that'll go in and i mean some of the it's untouched nature and it's probably i can imagine the california coast looking like that 400 years ago it's beautiful and so you go back into these mountains trekking hiking with qualified instructors and people that come out of wellness fitness so the experiences are going to be spectacular and so in the resort environment we were looking at a cabo mexico resort and building stuff into the hillside and it was just endless um, kind of the programming opportunities around a brand that has 30 years of success in fitness what strategies do you use to keep equinox at the forefront of luxury wellness lifestyle it feels like you're thinking about and working on a lot how do you stay ahead of things so we're obsessed we're kind of obsessive people and we're very detail oriented and we all live the lifestyle so our head of spa or food and beverage our guest service guys when they travel when they eat out we all live the lifestyle our guest either lives or aspires to live a lot of brands that create experiences the people that create experiences they really don't know how their guest lives actually and so it's very difficult to make something for people you don't know or you don't live the lifestyle as all of us do and so we constantly question and torture ourselves as we design and we're working on six seven resorts and hotels right now when they open it's going to be in two years three years four years five years what is the world going to look like then how is what is ai going to be like then so we're trying to design experiences hotels not for now but for three four years from now so we question ourselves constantly and we challenge ourselves constantly nonstop on how we could make it better what's the next level i think when we open this hotel if you think of it desire in the luxury industry nobody really had invented anything that was different there were versions of it some did better than others or different than others and did better service nicer design you know better life. so tweaks on the lifestyle side it was the same thing in bigger rooftops so 20 years of lifestyle hotels so i think we came up with something that is truly a lifestyle luxury experience that was different and this mix of wellness and how we brought it into hospitality and our ability to deliver and that's the key how can you deliver at a very high level on a daily basis because we're in theater we're in the theater business if you think of it and how can you have your employees wanting to engage with the guest in a way that is special and memorable and we do that the team that we have is world class at that and i think i'd stand up next to anybody in the world with our service delivery i don't know if you've seen we a few months ago now we were voted 50 best hotels in the world and if you look at the list of the others they're all established old luxury brands and here we are a two year old brand in hudson yards and i think it's because innovation innovativeness cutting edge and consistent service delivery to our guests that has been spectacular Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on the show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. 
Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 